0: You see, I was searching for happiness in all of the wrong places. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not in some motel, hotel, holiday inn. <laughs> no, it's in that little place I like to call the gin and juice room, man. Now, all y'all, please, safe with me. Respect back, my. my name mr Payne, what's my name mr Payne. hey 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 man hey, what's up On the radio about the uh, charity boxing match you're supposed to be fighting in why you ain't tell us come on Cole that's a fake fight that Stan got me into brother all right I ain't want to invite you to that man
1: bro <laughs> I don't care about the fight okay I just want to see the celebrity judge Thomas the Hitman Hearns ju- oh, Thomas,
2: go- <laughs>
0: Thomas the Hitman Hearns gonna be there mm. <laughs> y'all said Tommy Hearns
1: gonna be there
3: go get my hand
2: nails done yeah. <laughs>
0: we were just discussing how men are no good and stuff oh and damn me. that Gina. you got a man <laughs> oh snap tell me your man her going to be there yo man this ain't no fake fight no more I gots to show him my skills I gots to break it down like oh. damn <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah.
2: I know you're not serious you're only going in the ring with another DJ honey
0: well baby, he better be in shape and ready cuz uh Gina, what's my name? Martin Raw Dog. Mm-hmm. That's right, boy. and I can do work with these. Like Hercules. I, right.
3: Okay, so this podcast is probably going to be one of my favorite podcasts of all time because this is one of my favorite episodes of all time, Guard Your Grill. This is from season two, episode 21 from The Martin Show. And this aired on Fox, February the 27th, 1994, man, 94, such a long time ago. So in this episode, we start off in Martin's apartment. Martin, Tommy, Cole, Gina, Pam, they're all chilling in the apartment. And Cole brings to our attention that Martin is going to be in a charity boxing event. But the highlight of this charity boxing event is this guest celebrity judge, Tommy the Hitman Hearns. Hearns was born in Tennessee, but moved to Detroit when he was five years old and in a 1991 interview on the Arsenio Hall show while sitting next to his idol Muhammad Ali, who by the way, was already exhibiting signs of Parkinson's disease, which I kind of felt like when you watch this interview, it's really sad. Ali has such a high level of expressive dysphagia. You almost wonder who co-signed this interview because it's it's just so hard for him to express himself. And the irony of this entire interview is although Tommy the Hitman Hers is highly capable of articulating why he got into boxing later on in his years, he's gonna end up the same way. If you look at some of his YouTube videos after he's retired, it is heartbreaking. But let's listen in on how Tommy Hearns got into his boxing career.
1: When I started watching my Ali fight, he made the job look so easy. Mm-hmm. And I said, dang, I can do that. And I was like about nine years old. I think I weighed about 62, 63 pounds. Mm-hmm. I said, um, <laughs> Even a little guy can do that the way Ali did it. I said, the way he danced, yeah. the way he flicked that left hand out off his toes. Yeah. So, yeah, let me do that. Let me start another So I went out to the gym. The, the very first day in the gym, I thought, this is home for me. Yeah. This is home. Uh, But when they put me in the ring, the first day they put me in the ring, I said, yo, i had second thoughts because it was like very difficult. The guy's like, that bag don't hit back. No, the bag, it wasn't a bag. I didn't even care to hit the bag. (laughs) 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 This first day, I I learned how to hold my guys and about a week later, they put me in the ring. I said, this is kind of soon, you know, kind of quick, I thought. (laughs) Uh, And the guy just, just wouldn't work. Yeah, you know I was like, <laughs> I was like get down on my knees trying to stop him in, but but I said <laughs> I was determined. I said like, when I come back, I'ma get him. Yeah, did you get him? So I want back, yo, he was all mine. Yeah, took him, took him to school. Took him to school.
3: <laughs> and that gym that Tommy the Hitman Hearns was referring to was known as the infamous Crunk Gym, which was led by one of the most important trainers in boxing history, the late and great Emmanuel Manny Stewart. And in this soundbite, Stewart talks about how Thomas Hearns got the names Hitman and Motor City Cobra.
4: First of all, Thomas Hearns was called the Hitman because of the way he was knocking out so many people so quickly. And when he would fight on the road, Tommy always would like to take the, the red eye, if possible. You know, he would, the fight would be over at 9.30 or 10 o'clock. If possible, Thomas would like to take a 12.30 flight that night, either the first thing in the morning at 5 o'clock. So that's how he got the name Hitman. And then the city of Detroit was getting uh, besieged with such a bad reputation at the time. We was a murder capital of the United States, and so the mayor of the city, uh, a local, with a local uh, civic leader named Jim Ingram, who was very close to us, they decided that maybe we should try to get away from the hitman. And they, then the writer started calling them at the recommendation of the city, uh, the Motor City Cobra. It lasted for about a year or so, and it went right back to the Hitman, because still, that was Thomas's style of fighting. Cobra was just a, a snake or an animal, but it was nothing like the Hitman, and there was more drama, so that's why the name went back to the Hitman.
3: As a right-hander boxing with an orthodox stance, Tommy Hearns retired with a boxing record of 61 wins, 48 of those being knockouts five losses, which he was knocked out four times, and one draw. Now back to the Martin episode, Guard Your Grill. We are now at the charity boxing match, and Stan tells us what this charity is about. Now, unlike Jerry's Kids, which was spearheaded by the late Jerry Lewis and dealt with muscular dystrophy, like a legit charity... Stan's kids look like women of the night, which probably explains why Martin was so nonchalant about the charity event in the first place. So as this scene continues, you see the other DJ who's played by the actor Damon Standifer, who had some acting credits, including Amen, R.I.P. Sherman Hensley. Man, I loved the show Amen. His other acting credits include Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, The Waynes Brothers, The Jamie Foxx Show, Living Single, Girlfriends, Mad About You, becker and as of late he is on the show snowfall that's on fx i don't really watch the show but his title character is called the ice cream man and it's kind of funny because in the martin episode looks like he's been eating a lot of the ice cream he's just kind of dancing around he understands that this is a fun charity event but martin martin comes in with Tommy and cole ready to kill
2: let's have a good clean fight they really think you hate me
0: punch jump up to get beat (laughs) down oh I get it I want two double hey yes. until somebody changed that hey i'm the man you better <laughs> ask them.
3: So Martin, raw dog pain, basically Mike Tysoned this poor DJ and knocked him down in just a matter of seconds. And in the next scene, we are at the after party at the champ's crib. And as guests are mingling in Martin's apartment, you see that Tommy Hearns has a guest with him. And that guest is Frankie Lyles, known as Frankie Fabulous Lyles. He also trained at the Crunk Gym, but he was born in Syracuse, New York. As a left-hander, he boxed with a southpaw stance and he retired with a boxing record of 32 wins, 19 of those being knockouts, and three losses in which he was knocked out twice. One interesting fact about Frankie Lyles when you watch this episode, pay close attention to his lip. Because two years prior to the episode Guard Girl airing, in 1992, Frankie Lyles was in a boxing match against Tim Littles in which his lip was nearly severed and he had to undergo extensive plastic surgery to fix it. And if you look really closely at his bottom lip, it is a bit disproportionate to the rest of his face. Just a little side note, but let's get to this after party at the champ's crib. Not Tommy the Hitman Hearns, not Frankie Fabulous Lyles, but the one and only
0: Martin (laughs) Rod champs in the house guard your grill guard your grill <laughs> amen great fight man yeah. but i've never seen anyone hurt like that in a charity event though well uh, maybe you don't know but i can go i can go i can flow toe to toe you better ask somebody <laughs> speaks <Speech> for itself <laughs> what's up now all right, Thomas Hearns. What's happening? Sorry, yeah. All right, brother. You are? Break your lines. All right, all right. Well, uh, Thomas Hearns, I guess real champs hang together, huh, bro? What do you mean? This is my party, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you chilling in the champs' apartment, the CBC champ. Yeah. I know you saw my face, so don't act like you don't know me.
1: They call me raw dog.
0: yeah, 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 raw dog.
1: Sorry, man. I wasn't watching I was too busy taking out the Fine, honey, over there, <laughs> Who, Gina? You know her? She
0: rode back in the limo with us. What? Yeah, 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 I know her, man. That, that, that's my woman.
1: That's your lady? Yeah. That's a little man lady. What is he gonna do with a woman
3: like that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Gina riding in this limo. Although she probably thought that this was harmless... It actually set off a chain of events that's gonna lead to the demise of Martin as you continue to watch this episode. And I know there was no Uber back then, there was no Lyft, okay? There were taxis. I'm pretty sure she could've even gotten a seat in Cole's Pacer, but no, no, no. She rode in the limo, she and Pam, they rode in the limo with Tommy Hearns and Frankie Lyles, and now it has changed everything.
2: Check. What's
0: up, buddy? Let me take a minute. Tommy Hearns is not giving me my props, Gina. The man won't acknowledge my skills, Gina. He won't acknowledge the skills, huh? He acting like I can't start with the big dog. Tell me, baby.
2: Tell me, baby. He's a professional fighter, okay?
0: Oh, I forgot. You like real fighters, huh, Gina? What? Yeah, yeah. Well, let me switch this. Let me switch. Uh, what you doing riding in a limo with Thomas Hearns, huh? What's up with that, huh? Pam was with me. We were showing him how to get here. I am
1: the CBC champ, Yes,
0: okay? I know. The told... Charity oh, Boxing uh, Champ. Okay, yeah.
2: damn.
0: Shh, Shh, sh-
1: okay, sh- damn, my dummy. Huh? Gina, we're about to leave another party. You want to
0: roll with us? Tommy, I don't know if you heard me a while ago, brother, but uh, this is my woman. She won't be rolling nowhere, bro. Excuse me, little man. Was nobody
1: talking to you? Okay. Oh,
2: hold it, hold it. You, no, thank you. I'm gonna stay right here. But thank you, thank you. That sure, was, G- hey, you are very nice. Yo, you can me. roll
1: with us, baby. We'll take care of you. No, 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 you know, no, like sit. No, hey, hey, you back down. You better treat me. You better take care of me
2: okay
3: so like one analogy that I came up with with Martin in this stage of the episode is he's kind of like a volcano that's about to erupt and knowing Martin's personality I mean can you really blame him he's been disrespected by Gina and he's currently being disrespected to his face by Tommy the Hitman Hearns so you already know that this really isn't gonna turn out good oh he's gonna throw
0: a kiss at you no I just threw a kiss so uh Thomas you ain't gonna get my props huh well, maybe you acknowledge my skills when I kick your ass. So what? You heard me. Yeah, they call you the hit man. Well, I got a call from Sugar. He calls you the get hit man. Hear me and hear me, Today I go ten rounds with Thomas the hit man her.
3: boxing belt is basically cutting off the circulation to Martin's brain because he has challenged Tummy the Hitman Hearns to 10 rounds in the boxing ring. And when you look back on what Martin says, he references Sugar being Sugar Ray Leonard, who had a huge rivalry with Tummy the Hitman Hearns. And it came out during the Boxing Hall of Fame when Leonard was being inducted. I want
1: to be known as a fighter that gave his best Gave gave 100% each and every time he stepped into the ring. I want to be known as a fighter that became a world champion and, and kicked uh, Hagler and Duran and Tommy Hearns' butt. I am an honest man. I'm, I am an honest man. I fought Tommy Hearns twice. I beat him the first time. I hold hold I beat him the first time, decisively. Did I, I knock you out? Oh, oops. Oops. No, no. no. Okay, I beat him. No, How no. many times you me? I beat you one time, decisively. I, cr- I crush you. But, what I want to say, I mean, we were rivals, major Right.
3: We, we, we were. We still are. No, no, we So Sugar Ray Leonard sums up that eighties era in boxing. Those top rivals during that time were Duran, Hagler, Leonard, and Hearns. Obviously there were other important fighters in the eighties, but those were the rivals that stand the test of time. And now we go back to Martin's apartment. The after party is over, it is the next day, and Martin realizes that he has made the biggest mistake of his entire life.
0: Oh, oh, man. My big mouth family got me in trouble. I never tripped like that before, man. I challenged a professional fighter. No, no, correction. I challenged Tommy Hitman Hearst. To 10 rounds, man. Ouch. 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 <laughs> uh-uh. Ouch.
2: Uh-uh.
0: Uh-uh. It hurts already, Tommy. Oh. <laughs> what are you worried about, man? He ain't going to hang around for you. <laughs> brother, brother, look, he is a professional fighter. He got better things to do with his time. But, one, besides, yeah, he left town. How do you know that? I seen him get on
1: the plane this morning, man. You sure? Uh, uh, yeah. Eight o'clock, bruh. Word is bond. <laughs> Pow
0: <Pie> down. <laughs> I was gonna whoop him anyway. I was gonna flow. Toe to toe down the pike on Tommy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Play uh, me. You the raw dog? What's my name? Raw dog. What's my name? Hey, raw dog. Raw dog. <laughs> 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 the pike raw dog. Thank, you. Hey hey, thank hey, you. hey, hey, no. You know, no, no, man. There'll be a lot of mad people there if there's no fight. I mean, moms and them done already spent all their bingo money. If you don't show up, bro, you, uh... You gonna look like a punk. I'm gonna look like a punk? Straight up. <laughs> no, no. No, no. You know why? Because <laughs> I'm gonna show up. In shape and ready. Mm. You see, Tommy Hearns is the one who's not gonna show up because he don't have time. Then he's gonna look like a what? A punk. <laughs> and check this out. I just hire a fighter from the gym to... Fight me and take a dive. <laughs> <Simple>. <laughs> Boom. There it is. Yeah, Let's get to training, bro. Come on. Throw with the left. Come on. Play with the right. Come
3: on. Hey, hey. So if you remember the next part of this episode, Martin is training to the sound of brand newbians punks jump up to get beat down. And it's funny because the person that he's training with is Kenneth Wack, better known as KD! that's right i left out an episode from the previous podcast kenneth wack was also in this particular episode and he was sparring with martin and they're jumping rope i mean they're doing all kind of boxing training martin is confident maybe a little bit too confident i mean he's confident because he knows that he's about to fight in a fixed fight and someone's going to take a dive but he has to look like he's been training he wants this fight to look realistic But it kind of reminds me of Martin's stand-up when he talks about fighters before the fight and how they have this air of superiority over their opponent.
0: See, that's why I thought, like, if you're a fighter, you should be humble down a motherfucker, man. When you walk to the ring, shut the fuck up. Don't say nothing. When you go in a fight, just walk in the ring and fight. And if you get knocked out, you know, you're telling me to fuck y'all. I ain't telling you motherfuckers I wasn't gonna get knocked out. I ain't saying shit. See, you got brothers walk in and talk a good game and get knocked out, then they embarrass afterwards. Because before the fight, they, you can ask them, What is your strategy for the fight? <laughs> Them motherfuckers, well as you well know, I have the best jab in the business. Um, I I feel better than I've ever felt in my life. Um, I'm I'm in the best condition of my life. What I plan on doing is coming out the first couple of rounds, throwing the jab, which is the best jab in the business. I'm gonna hit him a couple of times, soften up the face. I'm probably go to the body on him. See, I'm a people's choice. People like me, I'm the champ, you know what I'm saying? I can't see the fight going any other way. I'm gonna hurt the boy, I'm gonna hurt him bad. I can't see it
3: going any other way.
0: Then you like, oh shit. This
2: motherfucker
3: gonna run so we are now at the brawl for it all. It is a packed fight. Everybody is here. They think they're going to see Martin fight Tummy the Hitman Hearns. But in actuality, Martin is dancing around the ring. He's overconfident because he knows that he's paid Kenneth Wack, who plays the character, Today! to take a dive. Well as Martin brags to Tommy and Cole, his back is turned, so he doesn't see that Kenji is paid to step out of the ring and Tommy the hitman Hearns has stepped in.
5: Wait a minute, wait a minute. What's-
0: your expression changed because what, what I'm about to do to him
5: it <laughs> is Thomas Hearn well my goodness sakes this is going to happen just the Come way we on. thought it was what's up bro?
2: huh I thought,
0: thought you said t- you saw Tommy Hearn getting on the plane. Oh, I guess he was uh, getting off the plane my bad
1: hey, let's have a good fight how you going what are you doing here come and get my ass kicked
2: I
0: you know when I had said about like you to get hit man you have always been the hit man and ain't no one gonna take that away from you I love Gina and I did it for her Martin, tell me no not away tell Tommy don't
2: away to uh, yeah
1: if you wanna punk out right now go ahead man yeah because sometimes it takes a big man to run like a little girl. <laughs> baby, baby,
2: please, this is
1: crazy. Let's just go home, okay? Oh, my, my, please. You don't have to do this. Man, going to kill me. Uh, bruh, you ain't going to make it, okay? So what I'm going to do is go ahead and back the pace around We just run. <laughs> oh,
0: man. I ain't no fault. I'm going to fight, but I did it for
1: you. Come on, man. Get up. Let's fight. Come on. <laughs> Let me say my prayers. Now
0: I'm need
3: part makes me die every time. Because Martin says, baby, in my bank account, I got $300. Man, that, I lose it every time I hear that part. A little background information on Stu Nahan. He's the announcer for this fight. He actually did the announcing on Rockies 1 through 5. He did the Great White Hype. That's so, so funny. The A-Team, the Mod Squad. And he also did some actual professional commentating for the nhl on cbs in 1957 so let's listen in to the martin raw dog pain, and tommy hitman hearns fight
5: all right here we go the six-time world champion thomas hearns against spain who well now whatever he's looking a little confused at this he may have been a little overmatched in this little altercation that's about to take place he's on a foot race now I can't believe what he's doing. With the referee's trying to get out of the way. Payne backing away. Earns starts to open up with some rights and lefts. Payne takes it. A shot to the right of the side of the head. Payne again goes down. Now he thinks he's Antonio Inoki doing the crap like crawl down there in the middle of the ring. What is going on here? He now has a few words with the referee. Backs away for left hand. Hearns leading with that left. Throws a couple of lefts. Hearns now comes in with a left of his own. And another right and a left to the midsection. Hearns just stays in the corner. Hearns just waiting to look for his opening. A cup to the side of the head. Give me a
0: bucket of fries. Two chilies And a bowl of sunflower
2: seed. He's
5: delirious!
3: Despite being well overmatched by Tommy the Hitman Hearns, Martin stays in there.
5: Staggered against the ropes is Martin Payne figuring, how did I get into this mess? I hey, think he's got a few supporters here. I'll say that for him. Wobbly, he's still in there. Hearns just toying with pain now. Pain begins to come back. Pain begins to throw a few punches now. Where did he get this struggle? Where did he get this strength? He thinks he's won the fight. Hearns, meanwhile wrestling against the
2: corner. I, I got him! I caught him, man! So
3: Martin made the mistake of turning his back to a heavyweight champion because he had gotten a little bit of a gain on Tommy the Hitman Hearns. And so he was celebrating with Gina. When he turns around, he gets knocked into the wall. Tommy,
0: hey
2: man,
1: the little man didn't give up. Yeah, you got a lot of heart, little man. You got a lot of heart. Gina.
2: Yes, baby, I'm here.
0: I don't want to fight no more. I know, baby. I know, but the fight is over, baby. It's over. I don't want to fight
2: no baby, more. Baby, I love you. No. No? I love you. I love you. I
0: love
3: you too. I know, but I don't want to So the fight is over and Martin obviously had to be extracted from a wall. You can only imagine what that ride was like. Heading home from that fight. And Martin actually touches on this in his stand-up.
0: What do you say to the motherfucker who just got knocked out? You driving home with this motherfucker and you like... <sighs> Damn!
3: Did he hit you as hard as it fucking looked, man? Nah, I ain't found your teeth. I don't know where them motherfuckers were, man. And to think Martin was supposed to have the best jab in the business.
0: Uh... Okay, Um. well I came out and I tried to use the jab that I had told you that was supposed to be the best jab in the business. I put it out there, he came over with a right hand, I went to my right leg, but see I had heard that in practice. I was abused as a child
3: and a lot of people don't know this shit. So the episode ends with Gina sitting on Martin's couch and she's trying to convince Martin that it's okay to show his face, But if you remember this part of the episode, the prosthetics used to make Martin's face was so disturbing. I mean, even the audience lost it. And when you look at the makeup artist for this particular scene, there were some heavy hitters later in their careers. Geneva Nash Morgan, Janetta Stowers, and R. Christopher Biggs. Among the three of them, their work included Star Trek Insurrection, Nutty Professors to the Clumps, the 2001 Plenty of the Apes, Pirate of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, Grimm, Tales from the Hood, Hunger Games, Mockingjay 1 and 2, A Wrinkle in Time, Star Trek 6, The Undiscovered Country, Demolition Man, Star Trek Nemesis, Erie, Indiana, Teen Wolf, and Nightmare on Elm Street, 4 and 5, just to name a few.
2: Hey, baby! Baby, come on out! It's okay, it's only me and you!
0: Are you sure?
2: Yes, Martin, I'm sure. Oh. Is the swelling going down? Yeah, way down Yeah, right there. Shrunk
0: a little. Okay. You know it's because of you I'm in this, right? That's why this happened. You riding in limos and stuff. I'm I don't know, I don't know. You love me?
2: Kiss.
3: <laughs> after hesitating, Gina decides to blow Martin a kiss. <laughs> so after Martin makes Gina feel guilty about not kissing him, she finally leans in for the kiss. <laughs> so that episode guard your grill was written by martin lawrence and it was directed by garen keith again you can go back to the first podcast to listen to all his directing credits so you know what time it is it's time for us to get to stepping so that's what we're gonna do a little bit of housekeeping, especially to first time listeners. I want to thank you all for listening to the podcast, the Martin Show Podcast. You can email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. And remember that we're on all platforms where podcasts are available. So make sure you subscribe and tell your friends to subscribe. So before we come out of here and say peace, I want to end this episode with my favorite champ not Mike Tyson, not Holyfield, not Lewis, not Buster Douglas, not. Mayweather. I'm talking about the Harlem Knights champ, Jack Jenkins.
2: Hey, it's the champ! Yes, we do knock that boy out. Hey, look at
1: me! How you doing, champ? Hey champ, how's it going? Hello, uh, the gentleman, the uh, lady. How's everybody doing it We're doing fine, champ. You ready for next week? I'm, 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 I'm ready?
0: Yeah. I'm
1: ready. <laughs> Damn, I have a lot of money on you, man. Well,
0: uh, you. You. Uh,
1: you getting ready to be a rich nigga, you see, cause, uh, uh, cause, uh, come, uh, next, next week,
0: I, uh, I, I'm knocking somebody
2: the fuck out.
1: (laughs) You understand what I'm saying.
2: I understand now. (laughs)